Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the most electrifying podcast in sports entertainment. Welcome to the Under the Ring podcast. It's me, the former champ. <laughs> I lost my belt because of hard to kill. Yes, I did. I'm not going to sit here and lie or anything like that. Am I going to be? Am I angry about it? You damn right, I'm fucking angry. Nobody wants to fucking lose their belt, so you're damn right, I'm angry about that. But it's all right. It's me, your boy K Swiss, coming to us, coming here with us. It's not coming to us. Here with us. I See, I'm so used to putting the man behind the boards right after me. He's not here right now, so it threw me off just a little bit. But with us, as always, we have our street team captain, our boy who's out there making sure that we are all over the place. Give it up for our boy, Atito J. What's going on, boys? What's going on, Rest in peace, my man, Jay Briscoe. Oh, we definitely are going to get to that, brother. We are definitely going to get to that. Rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. Also joining us as usual, we have our boy from Cincinnati, Ohio. He is the teacher man, the good stoner. Give it up for my boy, Mike. Oh, yeah. Uh, one time for the one time. Rest in peace to uh, Jay Briscoe. Uh, such a such a sad and just tragic, unexpected death. Um, much love to his family, and much love to uh, his uh, friends who were um, close to him. And also, I want to give a birthday shout out. Well, her birthday is tomorrow. With a happy early twenty eighth birthday to my little sister Monique. Sis, I love you. You know I. I appreciate you for simply being you. And I'm going to see you tomorrow. Happy birthday, little sis. Big bro loves you. Happy birthday, sis, from here at us at the podcast. Happy birthday. It's always a blessing for you to be here with us, Reggie. What's going on, ma'am? How are you? And folks joining us from Louisville, Kentucky, he is our reigning UTR prediction champion. Give it up for Matty Rage. That's why we can't hear it. <laughs> That's why we can't hear it. Is he is he doing sign language? Nah, <laughs> your volume is still OD low, brother. Yeah. Volume is still ridiculously low right now, but so <laughs> that was the good part. We couldn't hear him talk that bullshit, but folks, first and <laughs> foremost, before we get into anything, what's going on, coach, before we get into anything else we here at utr podcast would like to send our deepest sincerest most esteem like we can't even begin to express our sympathy and empathy for the briscoe family if you have not heard by now um legendary briscoe brother jay briscoe 
has unfortunately passed away due to a tragic car accident. Um, in that car were his children and his wife right now. Um, two of his children are also in very bad condition. So please, folks, and prayers to that family. They are in desperate need of it. Um, we'll get into more about Jay Briscoe in um, a little bit as pretty much the remainder of our podcast. We'll be pretty much talking about the Briscoes and Jay. Um, let's get into some other wrestling news real quick. Um, more out of the WWE drama zone. Oh, oh, oh my <laughs> Oh my Vince Vince McMahon has successfully filed a petition to where he will no longer need approval from other stock or board members about any decisions which he will make regarding WWE. Whoo. Um We'll get into that. It, it is kind of true. Yeah, we'll get into that. So pretty much Vince can literally do whatever the hell he wants with WWE now without asking a damn soul. Oh, boy. Man, at this point, I'm pretty sure he reads our group chats. He got he to gotta hack into our group chat because then I literally say, yo, if he votes any stupid shit, since I am a stockholder, I'm going to vote no. <laughs> well, he just told you he don't give a shit about your stockholding your you stock you at all. So you know what, Tito? <laughs> Access denied. <laughs> <laughs> your man said, I love to cause pain. And he meant that shit. Now, in midst of him having now full control of anything... Right, Margo. Oh, that's another thing. But he won't touch creative. But he remember when he came back and he said, "But I won't touch creative." It has also been um, rumored that he has now been dipping and dabbing back into creative. Okay, dipping and dabbing back into creative. All right. Basically, Vince is running his public company if it's as if it's private. That's. Mm, Good. Yeah, pretty much. pretty much, pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. That's exactly what he's doing. And now, amid all of this, him getting full control and everything else, there is now another goddamn allegation which Margo put us on to and told us about earlier. Hold on, give me one second. Let me pull that up real quick. It was reported by. <clears throat> Shit. Well, there's a lot to talk about with that because Nick Khan said some off the off the wall type shit with regards to what was being reported. Um, pretty much, Vince is is being caught again for having more money given out to the damn hookers. Yeah, Vince was caught again giving out more money for the hookers. So, uh. He thought he got Vince McMahon. Here we go. WWE's Vince McMahon agreed to a multi-million dollar settlement with a former referee who said he raped her in 1986. 
Wow. <laughs> the wow. year I was born. Nah, I was already born. I'm old as shit. I was already born. <laughs> <laughs> I was already born by then. I'm old as shit. But, uh, yeah. It, Vince, uh, no one can, really. So, remember Vince said he came back because he felt like he was giving bad advice about stepping away and that things would just blow over? Look at here, Vince. When you went away, guess what? Things did kind of blow over. You weren't being brought up. <laughs> Things did kind of blow over. We didn't hear anything about any more settlements or, or payments that you had to do while you was gone. Things did blow over. You're 100% right. The problem was, as soon as you came back, you see how something else just popped back fuck up? <laughs> so I don't know if you, 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 you see this, but... A lot of the issues that's going on right now tend to revolve around you, brother. Uh, yeah. It's like, what, the last two or three weeks, he's, he's like the topic of discussion every, like two, three, four times out the week. Yeah. Like, Cause man, just go, go home, Roger. Like, go home. What you call it? The vice president. <laughs> Also called it quits after 25 years or some, you know what? I'm, I'm not dealing with this. Think about this. Think about the type of person you have to be to where an entire board team is like, you know what? We out. And your own daughter doesn't even want to work with you. Like Steph wants no parts of this shit. None. I don't blame her at all. Hey, she knows this bullshit. She knows this bullshit. Who's gonna know her daddy best better than her? That was daddy's girl. <laughs> he was grooming her to take over the company, and now he's like, if I can't have it, you can't have it either. And it's so it's so wild. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. The um that's a good point, Reggie. The Detroit Fire and police retirement um fund. board fund is actually putting a suit together because guess what? They're stockholders and they're like, nah, you can't do whatever the fuck you want. So yeah, they're putting yeah. a suit together to try to get Vince the fuck out of it. And you know what? When old folks get together, shit happens. Right. <laughs> I mean, in this case. I don't think much much eight will, mile, but... baby. Eight mile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think much will, but hey, I don't blame him from trying. <laughs> hey, uh, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> cool. So Vince is out here living up his damn life doing whatever the hell he wants to do, just trying to take over a whole damn company. Well, he, he it's not take over a whole company. It is his company, but he just literally just does not give a shit about anyone that's working within the company. He's trying to regain complete control over everything. Like, like, like he has. Like, he's trying to make it go private again. He has. Like, you figure, but it's private. 
when, once once he became the executive chairman, he got complete control of everything. The fact that he just successfully got this petition to where he won't need shareholders and board members to make decisions regarding the company, that's the bigger part. That's the bigger part right there. So that means if he decides in the decides to sell in the in the middle of the night because he just feels like it, it's the company sold. If he decides, you know what? I don't like this guy on the roster anymore. He didn't do anything. I just don't like him on the roster anymore. That dude is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like and like I just brought up, he has it it was it was just found out he had a multi-million dollar settlement with someone that he raped in 1986. And then to top it off, he has a bunch of yes men around him that pretty much condone this because then you got Nick Khan making statements saying that, you know, pretty much leave the past in the past and deal with the present now. Yeah, basically <laughs> what's acceptable now is acceptable now. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that when, when the fucking CEO says that, that is some disgusting shit. That is some disgusting shit right there. And us as men, because I, I, I hear that shit a lot from men. We need to stop saying ignorant shit like that. Distasteful shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's not cool now. It wasn't cool back then. Okay? Nope. All, all. of this toxic... All, all of this... Oh, well, you know, things were a lot bit different back then. That doesn't, make, that doesn't mean the shit was right. Right. Exactly. Rape like, is rape. rape. I don't give a fuck what time frame period it is. Rape is fucking rape. rape is shit rape. ain't cool. Yep. But yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And like Kenny said, when, when you have a whole bunch of yes men on the stable, it's like, I mean, what what what, what can really fuck who can really fucking push Vince? Who can really push him? Who can really step up to him and say, oh no, I don't know, I don't know about that, Vince. That don't look right, Vince. That don't sound right, Vince. Maybe we should do this, Vince. Listen, it, <laughs> it goes back to what I said before, man. Vince has a superiority complex right now. He feels that he is Mr. Untouchable. Like I said, and it literally, in my opinion, I feel it goes back to when he beat the Supreme Court on that steroid case. If you can beat the Supreme Court, the highest judicial system that there is, you're going to feel like you're unfucking touchable. So once you do that, you feel like no matter what you do, no one's going to say nothing to you because guess what? What's going to happen to you? If I beat the big, if I beat the big case in the big court already, you think something little like that is going to affect me? And that's a mm-hmm. fucking problem, right there. That's a big problem. And then you fast forward it to a few years later. What happens? He buys the competition. He completely monopolizes wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and when it's all said and done, folks, money talks. If you have an endless amount of money, you can get yourself out of a lot of fucked up situations. If you have an endless amount of money and also the right skin tone, <laughs> let's exactly. be real. Exactly. Let's be realistic because exactly. because there's a lot of rich rich minorities who ain't doing so well. But uh, mm-hmm. 
if you the if you the right boy, Vince. For Nick Khan to say the phrase, you know, people are condemning him for things that were, you know, acceptable back then. What the fuck is acceptable about rape? When was it ever acceptable to be raped? I don't know of a time period where it was acceptable. I'm sorry. Maybe I don't know history. I but that was never acceptable where I in the in the history that I learned. But like you said, Mike, when you're rich, you become disassociated with reality. You said that plenty of fucking times. And and for those who want like some more context, this was the exact quote from Nick Khan. Maybe certain things that were acceptable acceptable years ago aren't acceptable now. The modern day rules should apply to the modern day. I don't think it should be applied to the past. Once again, folks, that is the words from the CEO, the next most powerful person in the company in charge. Those were his own words on the Bill Simmons podcast. He said this. Hey. I've said this before, like I've said this so many times and I even said it today in the chat. I hate that we have access to so much shit. When we were younger, when we were younger, we didn't know anything about any of this. I'm not saying it's okay to be naive and I'm not saying that we should turn a blind eye to any of the things that Vince has done. Vince should be penalized to the highest extent for anything that he has done. I don't give a damn if you're rich, whatever. That should be happening. I hate the fact that the way things are now, you can't enjoy anything because you know too much of a backstory about everything. Mm-hmm. Wrestling was put on television as a form of fantasy. And now because of what's going on in the world, how developed we are, that fantasy is gone. Yeah. And with that fantasy being gone, you now see the ugly truth and harshness of things. And it makes you lose your love and your passion for things that you, you, you love. Like, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I grew up on WWE. I loved WWE. After I found out everything that was going on, do you know how hard it is for me to even look at WWE? Yes, there are other promotions. I'm not going to lie, but let's be realistic. Out of all the other, WWE is, if the wrestling world is a circus, WWE is Ringling Brothers. Okay, they're the big top. They're the main circus that no matter what town it goes to, it's going to sell out. Not like the Big Apple Circus or the local Cincinnati Circus or whatever the case may be. WWE is wrangling bros. So, of course, everyone eventually is going to be drawn back to watching it. Especially if you're, if like I said, a person of my age or, or older or whatever. That's pretty much all you had, really. You know what I mean? So... Because of that ugliness that's going on, it makes you not want to enjoy something that you've loved for decades. And it sucks. It sucks. Like, y'all saw how it was in the chat. When I found, when the day that the news broke that Vince was coming back, 
you could legitimately tell in chat that I was depressed that that man had came yeah. back. <laughs> like, you could legitimately tell I was depressed. Like, fuck. Shit is going to change now. Damn it. Shit. Hey, sorry, sorry, to cut, sorry to cut you off, Kenny, but you, you, just, you just popped up in the impact. Oh, dirty dango, baby. Hey, now. <laughs> the dango dangle is an impact, baby. <laughs> he goes by dirty dango. Uh, <laughs> can y'all hear me now? Yeah. Oh, yes. Unfortunately, we can hear your ass. <laughs> yeah, the champion is here now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, Kenny, I agree with you because, like, I wanted to go to the the they coming they coming to the Barclays Center on um day before Valentine's. Now I don't even want to go. You don't I'd because my ass home and watch watch it on TV and then go. Exactly, like I'd rather it and even watching it on TV is 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 such is ah. because it's like yo I know how much control this man has backstage right now. Like, yeah. I know no one working for this man is happy right now. <laughs> like, yeah. people are legitimately upset. And, you you know, they was here Monday and I decided last minute that I, I forgot they was here Monday, to be honest. I forgot they was here. Um, but, you know, I was thinking about just a heart back on Nick Khan's comments. Like Kenny and Tito, I know you are fathers of girls. And as you all know, I work with children and I have there's some girls who I see as like my work daughters. And to read those the read that disgusting comment by Nick Khan. Like if I was a woman who was a fan of WWE, I would feel so fucking ashamed. If and I was I feel fucking embarrassed to be a fan. I, I'm surprised that the women's locker room hasn't walked out. The entire yeah. locker room. <laughs> I would feel unsafe. Like it, 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 it's it's just disgusting. And, and if he had, and if he be a Nick Khan has daughters. He's he's a real he's really a piece of shit for saying something like that. If he has daughters or nieces or even sisters, the bad in Nick Khan's defense, what he said, what he fucked up with saying is he basically lumped all of Vince McMahon's crimes, everything he's done into one big pile. He should have actually went and said, he should have said something along the lines like the allegations, we do not stand beside anything like that. Because Vince is gonna Vince has done a lot of stuff. That some stuff there is you that could go with that statement, but there is a lot of stuff that Vince has done that cannot go with that statement. And the way that he went about it, lumping it all together, that that that's a no-no. That's a big no-no one-on-one. So he was being he was very nonchalant during that whole interview anyway, to begin with. Right, and at a time like this, you can't be nonchalant where everything that you guys do is under a microscope. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be on your p's and q's. Like you have to go to 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 to, to your 
to your public relations people and be like, all right, how the fuck are we going to answer questions that they're going to ask about this? You can't, and as the CEO, you definitely can't be nonchalant about your answers at a time like this when there are so many allegations. Because you're right. Like, Vince has done a lot of shit. It was a poorly worded statement. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. Matt, you're right. Vince has done a lot of shit. A lot of different shit that can't be lumped into what's going on right now. But guess what's on the forefront right now? Those allegations. Right. So no one is thinking about that other shit that he fucking right. did. They're thinking about these fucking allegations. So mm-hmm. Nick saying that, people ain't gonna be like, people ain't gonna think about anything else that Vince did, like mm-hmm. steroids or anything else or anything. They're not thinking about that. They're not thinking about that. They're thinking about what is happening. People... People are like goldfish. We have a 30-second fucking attention span. Yeah. We, want, we, we pay attention to what the fuck is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. And that's when, like, that's been the rumor of, that's what I was telling y'all last week, that that's when the sale is going to happen. When Because everybody has a 30-second attention span. This is the hot topic for right now, for the next month, maybe a few WrestleMania. But let it get to be June, July, August, and we start thinking about other stuff. College football starts up. Baseball starts up. NBA finals at life. And Mm -hmm. then we're going to forget about it. Then out of nowhere, when we're not thinking about it, boom, WWE has been sold. Yeah. This is waiting on, waiting on to happen. But Nick Khan doing statements like this, and then Vince not helping, helping matters no better. No uh, better by having settling that uh that case out of court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Selling that case out of court, making it publicly known that you're not letting no one else make decisions but you and stuff like that. Like it looks like you're literally trying to cover up your dirt by putting yourself in full control and getting rid of anybody that may have dirt on. You. Mm-hmm. That's exactly like, what it looks like. Like the the lawsuit from. The, the retirement fund in Detroit, that's just that's just the beginning. There's going to be a bunch <laughs> That's just the first that's what, the second or third lawsuit we've known since last week? And then he just settled this one for rape. Right. Like, oh bruh. God. People was mad. You People was mad you came and took the company back over and then oh shit, here's another rape charge on your ass. God damn, motherfucker. <laughs> and, I, and and Nick Khan, low key, because someone an article brought it up where the, somebody could technically sue them based off of what was said in that interview. Because Nick Khan basically revealed, uh, he basically said to summarize it: if y'all thought Vince McMahon was gone when we told y'all he was leaving in July, and y'all thought he was never going to come back, <laughs> we knew he was coming back. Some way, somehow, he basically told them we knew he was going to come back, right? Even though they told everybody he's not coming back. Hey, general public, he ain't coming back, but I know he's coming back. We all know he's coming back. I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of the wrestlers who were just resigned to started decided to follow suit. Like, yo, we came back under the pretenses and assumption that we were told that he was not going to be here and a week that's into our having, that's why triple h keeps having to have these meetings saying 
Remember, he's like, yes, Vince is here. Vince is in charge. He's just dealing with selling the company. Do not worry about him showing up in creative. It's still me. It's still me. Like, he is literally Stephanie and left because I heard y'all say that. Stephanie, she was supposed to have been, she was supposed to leave to begin with. She took a leave of absence and then her dad got in trouble and she's, she had to come back. She's never technically had her break. I don't blame her for leaving. Because she at this point, she's saying, well, if you really want to come back this bad, fuck it. Fuck it. Why, why am I going to be here? <laughs> like, what, right. what do I need to be here for? Right. You ain't going to listen to shit nobody fucking says. So what the fuck do I need to be here for? Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I don't blame. Trips is the last. He, he is the last person. He's the only one that's going to stay there. Oh man, I feel bad. She gone, Nick Khan. We have seen today in this well, this interview from yesterday, uh, that he is basically kind of baby Vince. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, why he, he has, that's why he rose up the ranks so quick, and everybody was shocked yes, how man. he became like, who is this Nick Khan guy, and where did he come from, and how did he get all this power? Like you said, baby Vince. Oh, oh you did that back in 86? I did that in 88. Don't worry about it, friend. Uh, we good. <laughs> now, become, it was him and Stephanie as co-CEO. Stephanie has left, and if Vince did not trust him and did not think that he was good, because remember, Vince picked this dude any damn way. So Vince is like, Shh. I picked you, so I know you're gonna listen to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. We were gonna yeah, Devon, yep. Devon gone to chuck up the deuces. Right. Devon That's put up the I don't blame him. Right, because he was supposed to do that um whole little um segment with um Bubba and nowhere WWE was like, nah, you can't do that shit. And if you go, you're gonna get fired if you do do it. He tried, even though he wasn't even going, even though he wasn't even wrestling, you know, like, so Devon leaving is not for, for basically doing nothing. That's that's not right, <laughs> right? And right. you know, and I think, and I think, I think on that particular day, like, because it was trips that said no. I think yeah. on that particular day, it, Trips just got fed the fuck up with everything. He probably found out everything that was about to go down. And he was like, oh, Diva, nah, damn it, nobody go nowhere, damn it. Right. <laughs> like, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody go no fucking where. He got hit with the either you inside or you out. I'm tired of you running in and out of my house. Right. right. <laughs> you ain't going to be Let's running in and out of my house, out. running up my electric bill. <laughs> <laughs> in or you out? Make your decision now. <laughs> and, 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 and as far as like just to just to go back on the uh, Nick Khan comments, like I watch a lot of boxing podcasts. Where y'all know I'm diehard boxing fan. Right. One of the guys that I listen to, he always says this. He says the most dangerous weapons are a camera and a microphone. Mm-hmm. You better watch what the fuck you say if you're on a microphone or the, the microphone's in your face or the goddamn cameras in your face. You need to watch what you say. You need first of all, you once you get into even if there isn't a microphone or a camera in in play, once you get into a certain position, 
you gotta chill on a lot of things that you say. Like Mongo, like like Mongo legit told us before this podcast, we gotta chill on the F bombs and the G D bombs. I done said about 50 F bombs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, so like and I gotta realize in a certain position that I'm trying to get myself into, I gotta chill on these F bombs. So for the rest of this podcast, I'm gonna try my fucking best not to say fuck no more. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's and, it that's it and, yeah and like not only the camera and the microphone but this also you gotta watch what you tweet you gotta watch what you post what you repost you have you just have to be mindful if you're in a certain position you just gotta be mindful of that stuff right oh, if hell, even if you're not like kenny said if you're trying to work to that position you gotta really be careful about what you say on this here device here because that can always, and we've seen it time and time again. You could tweet something back in 2012, which is that you made that some young and all some young ignorant stuff, and it will haunt you in 2023. Right. What you call it? I, which is actually what happened to a person that we are going to talk about in just a few. But but let's wrap this WWE up so we can go talk about how Matt won this damn title real quick, and then we can get on to the real part of the show. Our um, our loving, what you call it? Wouldn't say memorial, but how we remember Jay Briscoe from what we've seen him. Now, Vince, with this, like you said, Mike, you you can't say whatever you want. Nick was Nick was too sloppy. Vince is out here getting. More charges. I got a question. Where do you guys see WWE this time next year? This time next year, WWE probably still be in the same position they're in right now. I don't even think they're going to be sold. So you think they're going to be looking to sell still? I think they're still going to be looking to sell. Because we're only at the beginning of lawsuits, and he, there's only so much money you can throw at something. At some point, he's going to get to a case where that person is not going to want to settle out of court. They're going to want everything revealed, and we're going to find something's going to either something's going to happen where he's going to just be like, you know what, I'm good, because <laughs> he's testing it. it. <laughs> Here's the thing, like, like you said, one of these people are not going to take this settlement because they are going to realize I can make more money selling my story to the tabloids and to the media and get a buy and get a movie after me and everything and make even more money than this little who whatever you trying to give me right now. Yeah, Mongo, speak for you, bro. Called you a ner- you know what? We all are nerds here on this podcast. All right, at some point or another. We all are nerds, all right? If you're watching this show right now, guess what? You a nerd. You a nerd. I'm you a, a damn nerd. <laughs> you a nerd. Because let's be realistic. Most people associate wrestling with nerds. So if you're watching this show, welcome to the nerd. Welcome to the nerd pack. Mm-hmm. It's cool to be a nerd. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, Matt says he thinks that they'll still be looking to be sold. I personally think in a year we're going to have a merger between WWE and 
a random fucking company. And that's when Vince is going to officially leave. And that other person <laughs> that we had to merge it with is going to wind up being in control of WWE. Not even Trips or Nick Khan or something like that. That's what I think. Like, I can see Vince out of the blue. Because we, because we dislike, not even the point that we dislike this promotion, but because this promotion has flawed so much, I wouldn't be surprised if Vince merged with NWA. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, God. I would not be surprised. Think about it. I'm, I would not be surprised about it. Why wouldn't it? Why think about it honestly? Why wouldn't it? Doesn't um NWA their world champion appear on Fox News all the time? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, yep. Mm. That's right, Mongo. Speaking of nerds, that's right. Catch me and Mongo this Saturday at eleven. We have a new weekend podcast for y'all, folks. The Last of Us. Don't miss that. And if you played the games, still watch. Right. And before we transition, hmm. and I know we, we've said this countless, countless. Oh, you a perv, girl. Hey. Uh, <laughs> 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 you a perv, girl. Awesome. Ain't nothing wrong with staring at, and it was like Control Alt Delete. <laughs> <laughs> but and we've said this countless times over the years on this podcast, and I will reiterate this. And this has nothing to do with wrestling. This is just us as men. Men, keep your damn hands to yourself. No means no. If you're in a situation, you're trying to get on with a woman, you know, if she ain't feeling it, walk away. Walk away. That does not mean assert yourself, overpower her, and do ungodly things to her. And it doesn't... And it doesn't also mean because she said no that you need to disrespect her in any type of way, calling her out her name, letting her not do her job that she was hired for, whatever the case may be. Man up. She says no. Guess what? It's fucking no. For every no you get, there's going to be a female that's going to say yeah. Just keep trying. But leave that no alone and stop having repercussions on these women because they say no. All right. Keep your damn hands to yourself, man. On all levels. On all levels. All levels. All levels. On all levels. Please keep your hands to your damn self. Please. You do not want to be out here to be one of those, one of those ones. Who was to be labeled as a rapist because you couldn't show self control in a certain situation? Keep your damn hands to yourself, man. Please. Please, 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 please. Because this shit ain't cool, man. It ain't cool. It's it's reprehensible. It's. 
it's, it's just not right. And Kenny, and to answer your question about where do I, where do I see the company in, in the next year? To be honest, I think we're going to see the company to Vince's vision, like like how he did before he went on his hiatus. He's talking about he he doesn't want any parts of creative BS. He's already there's already been reports that he's been um um making changes already. Uh huh. So yeah. <laughs> so how we saw the product before he left is going to revert right back to that. Well before next year, but definitely by next year. Definitely. So. Well, what yeah. I want to see. What I want to see is the merger of AEWWE. <laughs> Somebody go help the cons buy this company. That all the cons can be united. Listen, I, I, I don't. <laughs> AEW and WWE working together would be awesome just for wrestling fans to see some of the matchups that they could have. But, but oh look, in all honesty, would it be that good? Because think no. about it the, top, the the people the top people in AEW right now that are getting all the goddamn um attention and play are former WWE people. Right. Who've had matches with the people that we are that we see right now in, in WWE? <laughs> would it be any different? I mean, it's fairly. It's it would be. It wouldn't be different. I mean, <laughs> the way it is right now, like you said, a lot of their focal point, their their mainstays are former WWE people, but they got no choice but to be former WWE people because WWE has only has been basically the only game in town for like 20 yeah. years now. So if you're not WWE, then you, you just a wrestler. Is speedball, speedball and Kenny King about to have a martial arts match? Yeah, what the yeah, hell? Yeah. Fight pit. Fight pit. Fight oh, man. my God. Yeah, that's oh, shit now. I'm all I'm seeing is ankle tape and toes. Somebody about to get kicked in the face. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Kenny King and Speedball, let's go over to this pay-per-view where Matt stole my belt. I ain't steal nothing. I won this, baby. Fair and square. About one fucking, about one fucking point. I was waiting. I was. I knew I wasn't gonna flat out win. I was hoping for the tie. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I knew I wasn't gonna flat out win. I was hoping for the tie. (laughs) And this motherfucker won by one. One goddamn match. Diamonds are forever, and so is Maddie Reigns. See, and that's why. That's why your damn audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still got <laughs> in. Mongo, we got a question for you. Because remember, they only had on um, like one answer that was off. Right. Oh, Reggie answered that. 
He oh, said no. And I got oh jeez. Ow, oh, jeez. Y'all getting Damn. real catty out there in this in podcast land. Two people lost their belts. Oh, you about to lose your privilege and be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over this. Um, Let's go over this hard to kill um, car real quick. In the um, pre-show, you had Giselle Shaw, Savannah Evans, and Tasha Steeles defeat the Death Dolls. I think that's one of the ones that we got wrong. <laughs> there was a couple yeah. matches where we was just like, oh, oh we suck. Okay. <laughs> oh, we, oh suck. we suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Giselle, Savannah, and Tasha defeated the Death Dolls, which is um, – Jessica, Jessica Havoc, Rosemary, and Taya Valkyrie. That match was that match was actually pretty long. It was about eight minutes and thirty nine seconds. That was a pretty decent match. Good. Hey, I think you were the only one who picked Tasha. Oh, damn it, Mongo, get in this fight and let them know who won, cause they ain't gonna mess up our show and be fighting in the comments, calling each other names. <laughs> the next. Matchup I have on this, actually, yeah. The next matchup I see on this damn um Wikipedia was the six way match where fucking Kushida won. None of us picked that motherfucker. <laughs> and on top of that, we all picked him to take the pin. That's the bullshit about it. You know what was even more crazy? I did say before I made my pick. I said, oh. Right, and that's the motherfucker we all thought was gonna take the pin. And he was like, ha ha, I got a trick for y'all. So Kushida defeated oh, Kushida defeated Alan Angel Alan Angels, Delirious, Mike Bailey, Mike Jackson, and Yuya Umemoria. However you say that. I can't do that. That's that's a Mongol Man, one right there. He beat us. <laughs> right. He beat he us. The next matchup, we had Trey Miguel. Heel Trey Miguel defeated Black Tarus. I think this is the matchup where I got wrong because I'm pretty sure I picked Black Tarus. Because yeah, I, I just agree. right. I think this. I think this is the matchup where you want it right here because I just oh, the, ma- the matchup I wanted yeah. is uh, is Eddie Edwards. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking muscle man. That bullshit. Oh my. Oh yeah. We'll get to that one. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I was pissed off about that. I'm surprised that they still have not put a belt on Black Tarus yet, yo. Like yeah. that dude has been Black. killing it for. <laughs> we can't say that because they had old. They had old dark ass Moose's champ forever. Yeah, but he ain't out there calling himself Black Moose. He start calling himself. <laughs> uh, he start calling himself Tarus. He go, he'll get a belt. Then take that black off. <laughs> black <into> Moose. <laughs> black that Moose. The most sta- that, that's the most state the obvious name ever. What's your wrestling name? Black Moose. Well, <laughs> they make perfect damn sense. <laughs> <laughs> Moose, Moose El Negro. Now, that, there you go. Moose El Negro. Now, the match that 
started off the actual pay-per-view, the damn Impact World Championship. And this was Bully Ray's Call Your Shot match. And this this was a full Metal Mayhem match. And for 17 minutes, these mofos beat the shit out of each other. (laughs) They beat the shit to the point. Well, Josh Alexander won. He retained the belt. So Josh Alexander technically is the impact goal. (laughs) Your man is the impact goal. All right. Imagine meanwhile, meanwhile, and Taurus. What you call it? Get introducing your Impact X Division champion, Nigga Roots. That's what you call it. So. Yeah, well, Tarleen's like, well, hell no, I ain't getting He damn sure ain't trying to do that. Josh Alexander and Bully Ray beat the shit out of each other. There was blood at least two minutes into the match. Yeah, that, right. that was every, and it made sense for it, because I know some folks like to say, right. like, oh, well, y'all don't like blood. It L- makes listen. sense we like blood. Right. AEW, they bleed for everything. They're right, like, like I, I love blood. Like I like I'll be the first to I'll be the first to admit I'm one of the few people on this podcast who is against blood. I am against blood. You know, yeah. with everything that's going on, I am one of those people that is against blood. But for a match like this, you have to have blood. The dog collar match that Punk and MJF had, you had to have blood. Right. You know what I mean? Certain matches you legit need to have blood. If it's a normal match for the TNT title on a Wednesday, nobody need to be bleeding. Nobody need to be bleeding. Okay? Nah, you they don't. They'll be like, oh, this is regular Saturday. This is just a Tuesday. Bleeding. Right. <laughs> right. Like, there's blood everywhere. So, um, Josh won. First off, Josh's wife got involved in the match. And because at one point, Bully Ray had Josh zip tied to the ropes. We done moved on past the handcuff stage, folks. We on the zip ties now. (laughs) Zip tied Josh to the ropes. and was about to bash him in the head with the garbage can. Josh's wife comes in. Bully's like, beg me, beg me, beg me. She's like, please. The next thing you know, she hits Bully with the old... Swift Nakamura dick kick. <laughs> she hits him with one of those. Cuts Josh off. Josh commenced to doing his thing. He uh, at first he thought he was going to get the um pin with the uh, power driver. Bully kicked out. Then he pretty much. Choke bully to death with a chain while twisting his ankle. Yeah, that was halfway up his ass. That was sick. Yeah, the Husmanzara. Yeah, he got he got 
him the, he got him the tap though. Shoot. You're right. Pretty much he hit him with the with the with the ankle with the Kurt Angle ankle lock and then wrap the chain around the ankle lock and then wrap the chain around Bully's neck and mouth and pretty like, much hog tied his you going to die right pretty much hog tied his ass with a chain around his neck and was like what's it going to be and uh bully said no mas no mas and so we got Josh still as your champ Next one, really good match, yo. And as much as I hate the fact that they champs, I, this was really, really good. you don't know how to hog time nobody. That's a good thing, bro. That's a good thing, Reggie. That's right. a good thing. You saying yellow stone? <laughs> <laughs> you were dutting. <laughs> the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban retained. In the fatal four-way elimination match against Heath and Rhino, Bullet Club, and the major players. That was some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that was some bullshit. I did not like that. I, that match was great. I did not like that ending. I I didn't either. Like I y'all know I hate y'all know I hate the Motor City Machine Guns. I call them the old motherfuckers. <laughs> they they the old dudes and I uh I know how I feel about the old dudes coming in, but good match. Didn't really like that ending. Next match. I believe in Joe Hendry. Yeah. I believe in Joe. Yeah, Joe Hendry. And Moose for the Digital Impact Cha- Media Impact Championship. I got so lucky and, on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe Hendry won. Right, right, Mongo. Like, there's no reason why Ace Austin and um, Chris Bay aren't champs. Like, yeah. you had them join, like, you had them join Bullet Club to give Impact more of that feel like there's a, a super faction involved now. Let them let them do it. Let them take over. Like come on. See, and that and that's why I didn't pick them because every other time I pick Ace Austin, that fucker loses. Every time we do an impact prediction and Ace Austin's name is in a match and when I pick him, he loses. So I was like, nope, ain't no he and no two fools ain't winning they could win in that match. Right. Was, oh. Chris, we know you believe in Joe Henry, Mongo. That's right. Mongo has a Mongo has a life-size poster of Joe Henry over his bed. So when he lays at night, he can look up at him. <laughs> okay. that, was, that match was good, though. I, it was. Honestly, it I, was. Did, I didn't know who to pick. Because they're so evenly matched. It's the they're the same person. Yeah. Just one got blonde hair and one is bald, look like an Eminem. Right. <laughs> and one and, and and the one is blonde can actually speak clearly. The other one got a lisp. He got marbles in his mouth. Right. <laughs> the other one, the other one says, "Fuck him, fuck him, cash." He wanted to be media <laughs> Nobody said we didn't like Joe Hendry, Mongo. We just said we don't have a boy crush on him like you. 
That's <laughs> Fargo. All right, he was in all caps. I can say. Right. I said, I, I'm on the Joe Hendry uh, uh, boat, baby. Hey, as soon as I heard that music, I said, oh, yeah, I like him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Joe Hendry oh, yeah. is cool as shit. We like Joe, Margo. Yeah. Like, damn, calm down. I know that's your man and all, but calm down. <laughs> oh, recognizing a generation's talent. Oh, my God. Now, let's oh, not go that God. far. That, now, let's not see that. It, it, that's it. not go that far. Let's not go that far the there. Generational talent. Why are we talking about Spaghetti Man? Ah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, you don't want to hear that, right? Generational right, talent. I, I didn't know. I didn't know Mojo w was generational. Right. I, I didn't know Mojo was generational. You you got a lot of respect for Mojo now, Mongo. Uh, <laughs> the damn Deaners, Mongo. Oh, they generational. Huh? <laughs> the Deaners, them Deaners, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Next. Oh God. Next was the fate was the four way to determine the number one contender for the um, Knockouts World Championship. Masha Slamovich. Defeated Deanna Perrazzo, Killer, Ke Killer Kelly, Ta and Taylor Wilde. Yeah. Um. No, that's a that's a mouthpiece. That's a mouthpiece. Sir. Speedball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a mouthpiece. He, he, he yeah, likes. He ain't, got, he ain't got cartoon. He ain't got cartoons. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Reggie. Reggie. Matt Reginald is definitely a generational talent. I mean, the first name alone. Reginald. Oh, Reginald? Mm-mm. Uh -uh. uh -uh. No Reginald. Now, Sean Spears, he's a generational talent. I mean, hey, he got, uh, what's the face pregnant? Hey, congratulations oh. to him. He's a brand new daddy. Yeah, yeah Sean's a generational yeah. talent. Yeah. Boom, uh -huh. he made a whole new generation. Mm. Of, of people that's going to scam wrestling. <laughs> uh, just think about it like 20 years from now we're going to be talking about that up and coming brand new kid the son no, we, of no, Sean Spears no we not no we not coming I, refuse. NXT, I refuse I refuse I refuse 3.0 4.0 listen unfortunately for that kid if he ever gets into wrestling he already has his first hate mail coming from me Dang. Just, just <laughs> off of who his father is, just off of who his father is, but Masha Slam, Masha Slamovich beat um Deanna Killer Kelly and Taylor. I really thought Killer Kelly was going to win this. Obviously, I was wrong. Listening to Dan Mongo. Uh, mm -hmm. I just picked, go. I picked Masha just because. I should have picked. You know what though. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you heard what I said, and I said her what name, I said. Her name is Masha Slamovich. Right, Masha Slamovich. That's what I said. Right. Steve Macklin needed to make rib Rich Swan in a false count anywhere. I literally. I erased that match off of my brain. I forgot that even happened. 
<laughs> he 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 did some damage to to the McRib. I think I got up during that match. Like I know what's gonna happen, so I'm not even gonna bother. <laughs> it was one pick. I listened to you. All right, Mongo. It was one pick. And, and, and what did I and win was... by? One. <laughs> but it was a pick. But it wasn't that pick, damn it. <laughs> what you call it? Steve Macklin beat Rich Swan in the false count anywhere. Here's the pick that you won. All right. Mike, yeah, it Mike, was. Mike, Mike hates this. Yeah, that was a hate crime. I'm glad you said Yeah. It. You read my yeah, mind. Yeah, it was. That was a hate crime. Yeah, damn sure it was. Here's the, here's the one that you won. In a match that was actually longer than the world title match. Eddie, Eddie match. Edwards Eddie Edwards defeated Mr. Muscle Jonathan Gresham. This match was 19 minutes and the match with um, Bully and Josh was only 17. <laughs> see, see. This is when I knew I was screwed. When old face yeah. fucking said this. <laughs> Jonathan Gresham is six and zero in Atlanta. I said, "Oh shit, I lost. He gonna lose tonight." <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching this match, y'all, as if it is like the NBA Finals Game Seven, because they were going back and forth. And I told Mike, "I'm pretty sure, even though they said this dude is lost, I'm pretty sure Mike, you won. I'm pretty sure he's like Eddie Edwards is about to lose." I was right doomed. after I said that Eddie Edwards won. <laughs> now, I, I, I knew I was doomed before the bell rung when Face Fucker said that. When he mentioned Jonathan, when he mentioned Gresham's record, I said, "Yep, Matt about to win this title." And it brought back the reign of Maddie. Twenty minutes later, I stood corrected. Speedball just killed Kenny King. Hey, yeah, he yeah. Get out of Kenny King. Speedball just killed Kenny King. He uh, Speedball just he, went snowfall. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh yeah, he took the mouthpiece out. Well, oh yeah, he ain't crazy. I said it. I, I said it before we uh, started recapping. Kenny King gonna die, yeah. <laughs> oh. and he did. He did. Hey, Speedball King killed is him. Dead. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I told y'all I, I, I forgot I, I'm out. Hey, Speedball killed his <laughs> Yeah. You right, Mongo. Blood sported his ass. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I hope they put this on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. He 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 murked his ass. And the see this match. She got to see this match. <laughs> she likes speedball. Like, you want to see speedball kill someone? <laughs> what you call it? And the final the match. Yeah. And the final match of the night. I didn't think this was gonna. I didn't think this was gonna happen. We I'm all picked this. This is this is the thing about impact. When we are in, in agreement, thinking. Someone is gonna win. <laughs> they don't. Yes, that nigga is dead. Nigga dead. <laughs> D E D dead. Right, dead. 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 That's what he is. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No. 
so he's not gonna kick him. Oh, yes, oh. the hell he did. The final Mickey James defeated Jordan Grace in a title versus career match. You know what? We should have listened to Mongo because right before the predictions, he said, you know, Mickey's been talking about how she doesn't know she's ready to just hang it up yet. We should have known that was going to be the cue that she wasn't going to lose. Because we all, because at this point, the title has been decided because all of us picked Jordan Jordan. Grace. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody picked Jordan Gray. We were all like, yeah, Jordan going to win this. Jordan going to win this. <laughs> Mickey said, I think the fuck not. <laughs> no, dude. We were just sitting up there like, what the fuck just happened? Like, that, what, what just happened? Did this old lady really just win it back? Okay. I mean, that, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. I mean. So, it, what happened was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it didn't surprise me. Between either bully, either bully's old ass is gonna win, or Mickey's old ass is gonna win. Yeah, I that's what gonna... I had. You right? You you hit it right there, Mike. Because <laughs> I'm that's old motherfuckers was gonna play I, I, I picked both their old asses, <laughs> but I knew at least one of them was good because we know what Impact loves to do. They love to they love to put a belt on an old nothing. Player. Nothing is the difference. Nothing. That nothing's the difference. We would they, we, we wouldn't have liked it if even if we basically if we had actually thought about it and not in the spirit of competition for the prediction title, we would we should have thought about it just like Mike said. One of these two old people is winning. Right. We're mm-hmm. not gonna like it either way. We wouldn't have liked it if it was bully, we wouldn't have liked it if it was Mickey. Right. But it's what just like what Kenny said. And what Greg is saying, Mickey can still go. Yeah. And, and Impact can recognize the fact when somebody can still go. Unlike WWE, where you have people like Goldberg having universal title run. He's like a three-time mm. universal champion. I don't even think Roman is a, three, a three-time universal champion. And the title is literally oh just God. made for Roman. That's literally why the title was created. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So I and question: Do y'all think Mickey James is going to show up at the Royal Rumble as Impact? Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Yeah. Didn't she do it last they already, year? Or the year mm-hmm. last year? Yes. Yep. Why not one more time? I think. I think it's. I think it's personal for her now. I think it's personal for her now. She just to show WWE that you know. Because remember, they threw her shit out in the trash trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> so I think anytime that they invite her back, she she's like, I'm I'm only coming back if I'm the champion. Just yeah. so I can have, make y'all say the champ. <clears throat> That's what I think this is. It's definitely as, personal. Because soon as she won, and I was just because I'm sitting there like this makes no sense. Why? Why is she winning? And I was like, oh, it is January. Oh, wait, the Royal Rumble is later this month. Oh, she's probably going to show up in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Right, if she doesn't, if she doesn't, oh, well. If she does, I'll take it. I will be happy either way. Um, right. Like some people, like, she's not like a Michelle McCool. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh uh, who feels that she needs to be in the Rumble because she doesn't realize that uh, 
guess what? They have more women now. They have a lot more yeah, women than they, WWE, like, Michelle. When they, when they started the Rumble, yeah, they needed people like her that were still kind of still in, in shape, still in ring shape and all that, and were still relevant. But now you have actually built out a roster. You have a lot of people. You've had people leave. You have names. You're not needed. <laughs> and you're not Trish. You're not, not one Lita. Bit. You're not Molly Holly. Nowhere in the stratosphere. You're not Ivory. You're not you're not, a, you're not a you're not a trendsetter, Michelle. I hate to tell oh, you. Your biggest claim to fame, your biggest claim to fame will be that you are Undertaker's new wife. Yep. Right. Your Undertaker's, we hope, final wife. <laughs> so that right. is her that's, exa- that's exactly why. That's exactly here's the thing. If WWE ah, not even WWE. I can't even I can't even call it that company no more. If Vince's company <laughs> if Vince's company used to call it New York. Right. Like if Vince's company was smart, they would start doing some interpromotional stuff with impact because Jordan Grace versus Bianca Belair is a money matchup. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you sounded <laughs> real creepy right there coming <laughs> in out of nowhere with that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That like the cool. Kool-Aid man. That's the, the, the creepiest oh, yeah. Kool-Aid man oh, yeah. ever Oh, yeah, Tucky. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tucky. Yeah, Tucky. Jordan Grace versus Bianca Belair would be money. It would be money to see. You know, um, unfortunately, uh, Mercedes Monet is no longer with WWE because Tasha Steeles and Mercedes would be a, a matchup to see. Impact has a lot of female wrestlers that would do so well in WWE. Mm-hmm. And WWE like, I don't know, I don't know what they did. If, you know what? I blame um Frankie Tire on uh Vince because that's when Vince in, in touch with NXT and dibbling his hands on it and stuff like that. So that's why mm-hmm. Ty's um character didn't work out. And he thought she was too old. Yeah, put a ooh, uh, Diana Perrazzo versus either Becky Lynch or Shayna Baszler. Oh my god! Another one of their misses because Diana Perrazzo. I sat up at NXT looking at her wrestle, and they let her, they let her go. She got tired of being there, and as soon as she left, she showed up at Impact and was Women's Champion instantly. It is. You're right, Mongo. That that division is stacked with a bunch of great female wrestlers who could <clears throat> do some wonderful, wonderful things in WWE. But we all know how Vince is, so mm. well, folks, that was how Matt stole the title back with I Hard to Kill. Anything. <laughs> I want it fair and square. Fair and square. Now to a little bit more serious note. 
we hear right havoc could be a new monster for them could be what they were trying to do with naya over there all right oh god don't get me started on that one lord <laughs> don't get me started on that one um let's get into what the title of our show is about today um earlier in the show i mentioned that the wrestling community lost um jay briscoe Jay Briscoe is a three-time ROH world champion, a 14-time ROH, and at the time of his passing, current ROH tag team champion. He's been an ROH television champion as well. Um, <clears throat> I've learned about ROH because of the Briscoes because of the fact that anytime that I saw any glimpse of ROH, because I wasn't a big fan of it where I can say, oh, I followed it all the way from... No, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that. All right. I saw ROH a couple of times, and it was always on some random channel (laughs) at like 12 at night or something right. like that. It was always some <laughs> random ass channel when I would find it on. Like, I remember one time I found it on, um, what's that? The, the Motor Trend channel where, oh, yeah. all they sh- where all they show is like motorcycle races and shit like that. I found it at like midnight or one thirty in the morning one time on that. I found it on the, um, the, the country music channel one time. Like ROH, I would find ROH on very random ass channels and when I did there was always a tag match on when I did Mm. when I did watch it and in that tag match I kid you not was always the Briscoes I didn't know who these dudes were I was like first off (laughs) I'm not even going to lie to you at a certain point Jay's tan got so dark. I didn't know if that boy was actually black or white. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. To the first you. time I saw them and the way they was talking, I was just like, "Are they, Are they? black?" I was like, "What?" I'm like, no. I was like, maybe they mixed. You know, like, they remind me of. They remind me of a uh, Ricochet, uh, Robert Downey, Robert, Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. or Tropic uh, Thunder. <laughs> What do you mean, you people? I'm the dude that plays the dude disguised as another dude. So, I, and I now know what I will be watching after the podcast. <laughs> but um, I like I like like I said, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I didn't know what they were, and it didn't make a difference to me because right. with, res- right. with wrestling, wrestling, it doesn't make a difference what race anyone is if you like somebody you just like them it didn't make a difference to me and every time i saw roh it was these two dudes this dude and the way i would describe them like when i would tell other people like i saw this tag match and it was just one dude with no teeth and he had a brother who had some teeth and they both making like yeah noises while they were wrestling and like it's cool it was cool. Then 
I found out who the Briscoes were for real, and I actually started going back and watching more and more of their um, matches. And I was like, yo, these guys are really, really dope. Then I started going back and watching more ROH, and I found out, oh, yo, they separated for a minute. Wait a minute. They each were a world champ? Wait, Mm -hmm. Jay's a three-time world champ? And I started watching back on those matches, and I was like, wow. These dudes are really, 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 really good. Fast forward to last year. House of Glory Wrestling. My first time ever seeing the Briscoes live. Face to face. The energy. The way that the crowd gets hyped, the way that they make you feel like you are a part of the match was amazing. I showed you guys a video of um, me fist bumping and talking with Jay after the match because that's the type of person, that's the type of people they were. They they talked to their fans during the match. They like They got you involved. Out of the two, of course, you got the Sussex County chicken, my man Mark with no teeth. He's, you know, Kung, Kung Fu Karate, you know, him. He he he's the wild boy, but Jay was the more grounded wrestler of the two. Right. Like if when you looked at them as a tag team, you knew which one if they had a Break of who would be the solo big star out of those two. Jay was very commanding on the microphone when they did their promos. Very commanding. Mark would be the loud, we gonna get you, we gonna get you, yeah, 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 yeah. And Jay would come on, look here, boy, we gonna fuck y'all up and ain't nothing y'all can do about it. <laughs> and you'd be like, and you'd be like, oh my God, I felt that. I think that man is really gonna hurt somebody. <laughs> or my favorite one, you ball headed bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or you ball headed bitch. Right. Oh. Like the f- their feud with FTR will probably go down as one of the greatest tag team feuds in wrestling history. That trilogy will definitely go down as a trilogy of greatest tag team matches in any wrestling history. I mean, was he lying at any point with that? Was he lying at any point with that? I'm sure he didn't call him a lot of stuff too. Right. (laughs) And we we don't bring up that name, especially after that tweet you sent us earlier with that. What that clown fucking said, but Jay Briscoe is one of the most gifted wrestlers that I have actually seen live in a very long time. One of the few people that I can honestly say can go in the ring and go just as hard outside of the ring with their promo work. You got a feud between um, 
the Briscoes and FTR was completely done over the internet. Like, completely done over the internet. There wasn't no, oh, we're going to pop up here at this show and do something. Nah, because remember, if you started like during the middle of COVID, nobody can go anywhere. And nobody can. So he, so. And Jay, you could tell Jay was the one doing a lot of the talking over the internet and helped few one of the best fews of the year without any physical altercation until it got time for the matchup. That's dope. That's dope. He was real more than maybe anybody I've ever seen. Jay was real, and that just right. And everything about him, like. He laid it on the line. Like, you knew he was a family man. You knew about his children. You knew about his wife. You knew about his his life. And it was... Right? It was... He was different. He was different. He was... If we talking, like, in... In the hood terminologies and stuff like that, he was like the OG of the block. The one that everybody knew who can get scrappy if he had to and would, but was also the one that people looked up to. And you can tell that a lot of the ROH locker room looked up to him. Just by the amount of love and respect that he was given since his passing. And just by the amount of love and respect he was given while he was alive. Like, the Briscoes are... <clears throat> the Briscoes are synonymous with ROH. Last night, AEW put up a graphic. That was it. I felt it was cheesy. Matt explained, it's Warner Media. Warner Media said they can't do it. That's why. Of course, I still felt like, fuck it, AEW is owned by fucking, um, RH is owned by AEW. They should have done something bigger. Matt explained, Mongo sent the article, the plenty of articles that went on today. It wasn't even AEW. Warner Media said no. And the reason that Warner Media said no is because um, I told you to hold on to that thought, Mike, because like you said, you have to be careful with what you write with your phone and what you say. About a good 10, 12 years ago, Jay made a very disparaging remark about the LG, LGBTQ community. Like over 12, like probably like over 10, 12 years ago, he said that. Yeah, he said a lot of F-words and stuff like that. And right. He made some that very... That you should not be saying nowadays. And <laughs> I feel like, like we, all, we all feel like he's paid. He's already paid for all that. He's apologized. He's apologized. to. He's apologized. And it's to the point where other wrestlers who are in the community, who are in the LGBTQ community have made it known that he's gone out of his way to change. Like they've, like they've known. Look, I've wrestled with him, talked with him. He is not the same. There's not a person here in this podcast or in these comments can honestly look me in the face or look at themselves in the mirror and say they are the exact same person they were ten years ago. Yeah. 
shit, there's not a person here who probably said they were the same person they were a year ago. You grow. And because of a mistake, like uh, Mike said, you make a mistake on something like Twitter or someplace like that where there's a camera and a microphone in front of you. You got to be more... You got to be more mindful of the shit that you say with that because it can come back and haunt you 15, 20 years from now. And look what it did. This man couldn't even be honored properly because of something that he said 10, 15 years ago. Thankfully and luckily, you know, the wrestlers, you know, did their own tributes. There was a lot of armbands on a couple of um wrestlers did certain moves like the Young Bucks, if I'm not mistaken, they did the Doomsday device, which is the Briscoe's finisher during their match. You know, so Jay was definitely like I said, I wanted but found out after Dynamite in Rampage last night, AW did a special taping where they're actually gonna have um, a show honoring Jay, which is dope. Okay, so, what are you guys' thoughts on Jay? I'm sorry, I know I rambled. Um, we mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, we mentioned the term generational talent earlier. We were kind of joking with it, you know, with certain wrestlers and things of that nature. Them, them boys, but no fucking joke. Okay, them boys, that, 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 them boys, Jay and Mark Briscoe. That's what you call a generational talent. Like the Briscoe brothers are one of the great greatest tag teams of their era, and I'll go on and say it, they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. They're one of the greatest tag teams of all time, and and and. This is with them being an ROH for their mm-hmm. run. ROH isn't a, uh, they don't have, they're, they're not WWE. Until Tony Khan bought them, they didn't have AW like money. They didn't have Khan money. And they were still a household name in wrestling because of what they were able to do, like Kenny said earlier, what they were able to do with their in ring work and with their promo work. And what they did on social media. Like, I I've no, I've known about the Briscoes um probably since like the mid 2010s, but like I didn't really start watching them like wrestle until maybe a couple years after. Like I would see them on Twitter, you know, like I see a promo here and there of them, you know, but I never really saw their work until more recently. And my God. Like, and when you look at look at that character, and like you had mentioned earlier, like when they make the random noises and everything, and they do this and do that, it just all makes sense. Everything about them just makes sense. And, and, and so, I'm just glad that, and I mean, it, it, it sucks because this is such a tragic thing that happened. And obviously, we won't see Jay Briscoe wrestle again because he's transcended. But seeing their feud against FTR, it, it, it's like when I think about it now, they got their flowers. I was I was just getting ready to say the one thing that I can say about 
the wrestling community in the wrestling world with this particular with this particular sport you get your flowers while you're alive mm-hmm. that is one thing i can say about about wrestling in general you know what i mean like you'll get the the crowds doing the thank you who, whoever chants with your name or the you deserve it you you'll get their people will get their flowers while they're alive and you get your flowers hot while you're alive by your rankings being like what they they got ranked best feud of the year. Mm-hmm. With FTR, that's how you get to that's how you get your flowers. So with I was gonna really say with wrestling, wrestling is one of the few sports where you get your flowers while you're alive. People let you know how much you're appreciated. And and yeah, like I'm just glad we were able to see that great feud. Before this happened, the hours is that we were able to see Briscoe's that's FTR, just the build that they had. They were able to finally get in the ring and put on three classic matches in in 2022. I'm just glad we were able to see that, um, and, and I'm glad that the wrestling world was able to see those matches. And you know, I just feel so sad for his wife, for his daughter. For, for Mark, uh, for just his entire family. Like I said earlier, his family and those who were close friends with him. I just feel sorry for them. Um, you know, this sucks. But when it's all said and done, um, thank you, Jay Briscoe. Thank you. Matt, you got anything you want to say, brother? Yeah, um, I would just say... Um, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. Um, also, side note, this is the rumor about it uh, being Warner Media. Media. This is from Dave Meltzer. So remember, you can only trust him about he's always 50-50. So let's not start going crazy and start blaming them when did it come to find out that wasn't the case. <laughs> and then we're just sitting here being stupid. <laughs> Um, he will be missed. Um, praying for his baby girls, um, right? Who are both car? It was a car accident, it was raining here in Louisville. It that rain moved on, went elsewhere, it went to Maryland, and it's so, up here right now. They raised now, it's in New York. Um, it was two, two car accidents. The person who was coming towards them lost control, swerved into their lane. He was not wearing his seatbelt. So reminder, oh, y'all. Please wear your seatbelt. Please wear your seatbelt. The person who was driving in the other car was wearing their seatbelt. They died right dead in there. Now his little girls are in there in there too. And I want all we need all the prayers to go to them because Chris Jericho said it was something worse that nobody else could imagine, and this is that. All right. Yeah. One of one of the one of his daughters went in for surgery for her back. Um in hopes that she can get use of her leg again. Um, she lost her daddy and she might not be able to walk now. And her sister was injured in the car with her as well. 
too. And and then on top of that, today was Mark Briscoe's birthday. Oh my god! I know that guy. Like his birthday is never going to be the same. Mm-hmm. To know that your brother died the day before your birthday. Oh my god! I will um, always remember them as basically being ROH because everybody that we love, that we know and love in WWE and in AEW, they went through ROH, but they did not stay in ROH. They went to WWE and beyond, but the Briscoes stayed. They were on, I'm pretty sure Jay Briscoe was on the first show of ROH in the first match. He went through every ownership change. That man. And I always think about the way their whole gimmick in general is how I've always wanted the Hardy Boys to be. Age gracefully. And when it's your time to go, sit down. The Briscoes are a great tag team. They have had world title runs, but they knew where their bread and butter is tag team wrestling. They stuck to it, and you could tell. They're they're probably getting ready to start trying to wrap it up soon. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. We never never know now. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I don't. The reason why I say I don't know is because, yo, when you seen them, seen them live, I saw them live as recently as what? I think it was October, Tito, that we saw them. It was like October or September. As recently as October or September, and these guys was 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 pumping on all cylinders, not not look looking like they were getting ready to go on a prime run. And that might be because of that the, this new the new cash flow. November of, Thanksgiving. Yeah, the new cash flow of, of Tony Khan taking over. That might be that that might be what had, what reinvigorated them. And you know what? You know what? I will agree with you on that one. Because even after that double dog collar match, it's like they they've re, they've unlocked a whole nother level. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like y'all didn't went crazy. If you if you winding down, you ain't getting in a double dog collar match like that and putting on a damn five star match like, up if you like winding F- down. F- FTR is the one that's uh getting ready to they're the ones winding down, not the Briscoe. Right. <laughs> right, right. Because FTR is definitely giving hints that yeah, they about to be done. Briscoes, they were not about to be done. Um rest in peace to them. Thoughts and prayers to their family. Um, I cannot wait. I hope this is a, more of a push where we can get um, ROH's stuff on TV faster. Um, yeah. I did read that they are playing. Reggie brought it up in the comments. They are. They had the tribute show because you brought that up. They had the tribute show last night. That will be shown on Honor Club for free. Um, remember, I just said it for free. F-R-E-E, free. You don't got to pay for it. Go ahead and watch it. Free 99, folks. Free. Free 99. ROH, if y'all do that BS talking about put a card on file for free, I ain't signing up. I will figure out a way to watch it. 
I'll figure out a way to watch it. But you already uh, know. They already said <laughs> that uh, for Super Card of Honor, they are going to have more tributes, all that. So uh, I know Tito had brought up having a tournament. They will probably have a tournament. Um, when ROH has another TV show, I'm pretty sure he will be incorporated. Just like um, this is why I was kind of saying, like, this is why AEW didn't really, they were just kind of right, even if just doing the graphic. Because even though Brody Lee wasn't in AEW long, he's kind of synonymous with AEW. Like every Wednesday, they say it's Wednesday. You know what that means. So it's only right if ROH goes all out and just saying like something like reach for the sky. Like we just saw Mongo say that they might have, that could be their tagline. It's Ring of Honor, reach for the sky. What you call? I think with last night, like I said, the the graphic didn't bother me. I think I would have I think I would have been a little bit more comfortable if like I said, you could have showed the graphic and during you showing that graphic, do a quick 10 bell salute during that graphic. Cuz like you, you said, like you said, Briscoes are ROH. They aren't AEW. But at the same time, AEW bought them. Right. You couldn't, like I said, I wasn't expecting anything big or anything like how when Benoit passed away, the entire WWE came out. I wasn't expecting nothing like that. But while you were playing that same graphic, you could have just given that man 10 quick bells. Yeah. I think that that would have at least for me. And that could have just been down to to them. Probably. And it, and it, it probably came down to that. And it probably came down to timing. Do we have time to do a Tim Bell salute? I feel like they could have had time to do that, but right, you you got picture and picture every goddamn minute. You like oh you, 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 you can get rid of one of them damn picture and pictures and do ten right. quick bell times. Like you could have kept the same right. You could have kept the same graphic, and while that same graphic was because you had the graphic up on the screen for about a good 20, 30 seconds, right. During that time, it was up on the screen. They could have did. We could have heard ding, ding, ding. Like we could have heard that. A little ten ball count. Unfortunately, Warner Media they they're the boss boss. <laughs> they're the boss boss. And and because the crazy thing, I keep saying like, oh, we just got remember it's Meltzer. Part of me is just like, nah, they did that shit. <laughs> right. And it's crazy. <laughs> To think about how petty a company can be, even when you die. I can't hurt you. I'm dead. <laughs> and you like, still and, don't want to mention me. And then on top of that, like, you got nerve to not want to do something simple like that for Jay Briscoe. But then the very next show you have on come after AEW? Is a slap competition run by a man who was just put on blast for slap? <laughs> like we had power slap. Power slap was supposed to come on. Either oh it was God. either supposed to come on last week <laughs> or the week before last. Whenever, whenever we saw that video, when the video came out with him, Dana White and his wife, power slap was supposed to be coming out that week. Like whenever, right after that happened, they put it on hold. We power slap premiered this week after it was put on hold for about a week we, or two. 
so it was put on hold for a week, even though we have clearly saw this dude back to him and his wife both slapping each other, having a disagreement, whatever they were doing. You ain't supposed to put your hand on a woman who's a damn wife. Ezra Miller. This dude is trying everything in his power to get fired, but he can't get fired. <laughs> and he's just gonna continue to be the flash. So their, right. eth- their their ethics, their morals, their moral compass is all messed up. Right. Like you're holding somebody, you're holding a grudge against somebody who did something 10, 15, 10, 12 years ago, but you'll let the person who did something last week slide. That it, but you know what? We, we digress because this is about and, Jay. Yeah, and you know, like I watched, like I would just watch that match, the dog collar match, um, recently. That was, yeah, Mike. That was big. The audible that HB HBK did. Because I don't know if you noticed, Mike, but um, on Tuesday, New Day came out and they were dressed up. The segment was they were going to do a funeral for um, them beating Pretty Deadly and not having to deal with Pretty Deadly anymore. Because of what happened with Jay that day, HBK said, "Ah, ah, no thank you. Yeah. And then um, say say our condolences. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have big set of condolences. Yeah, that was that was cool. That was pretty cool. I, I like that. What they ended up doing in and uh, on the fly was better anyway. You had New Day because honestly, we, we wouldn't have known if anything was even if it was going to be that because honestly, New Day dressed up okay, they looking fly as champions. Pretty Deadly is always dressed up because they are so damn pretty and so, and damn, so deadly. damn deadly. So <laughs> That's just how me and Mike get. It, that's how me it, and Matt get down. That, we just pretty. It. <laughs> it just it just broke down like that. So them having a brawl between New Day, Pretty Deadly, and Gallus is way better than whatever that bullshit they was about to have with a funeral. Mm-hmm. Because now you have teased, and it might not be what they were planning on doing. But as far as I'm concerned, you have now teased a triple threat match between Gallus, mm-hmm. New Day, and Pretty Deadly. And you right, right. They they wound up indirectly making a, a better matchup out of it. Um and yeah, like like I was saying, like I saw this match recently, maybe a week and a half ago. And like just literally the blood, sweat, and tears that they gave in that match. I know Raven came in here was like, oh my god, like you know, Jay, he had locks. Uh-huh. And <laughs> His head was, them locks went from brown as gray to crimson red. <laughs> and Raven was like, oh, my God. Like, like he is bleached like he is a mess. I'm like, yeah. And then when that when the news broke, it, it was just crazy. Because, like, when it's all said and done, ladies and gentlemen, it, this life is short. Please enjoy every day of it. And even if you're dealing with something, try to have the positive outweigh the negative. Right. Because you just don't know. Like I said, this match happened last month 
I watched it a week and a half ago, and then all of a sudden, this man is no longer here. Right. In a tragic car accident. Mm -hmm. Just like that. And like Kenny said, him and Tito just saw him this past November, two months ago. Like Tito said, I got to bump into them walking into House of Glory wrestling show outside where the fans enter. You could feel how real and genuine they were with how they spoke with security who <clears throat> worked that event. The energy and intensity they brought to every match at HOG was amazing. They helped elevate the Hog Tag Team main event, who is now the tag champions because they beat the Briscoes. Like they, the Briscoes put them on the map. You know what I mean? These dudes were amazing. The feud with FTR was beyond amazing. I feel that they were still getting started after 20 years in the business. Terrible loss for the wrestling community. He was a great wrestler, a great family man, and a great friend, co-worker to those who know him personally. R.I.P. Jammin' Pew, a.k.a. Jay Briscoe. Yeah. And, you know, like, just, just enjoy every day, every day you got, folks. Every day that you got breath coming through your lungs, just enjoy it, man. And, and enjoy and appreciate those who are around you because you just never know, man. All right. And like I said, we literally saw these guys wrestle either in person or on TV for the past just two months ago. And now he's mm -hmm. no longer here with us. It's just, man, it, it's, it's crazy. It just shows how crazy life can be. Like, so just try uh, to live, just try to live, and I, this is this is corny. And I know they started this years ago. Living the power of positivity, folks. Living right. the power of positivity. And wear your seatbelts. Please yes, wear please. your seatbelts. Please. 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 Please wear your seatbelts. Please, no drinking and driving, folks. Just. Right. Tell the people you that you that you tell people you care about them that you love them. Yeah. That's what's important. Yeah. That's what's important. Well, fellas, is there anything else you guys want to talk about tonight? <laughs> then I uh, do. I, I think we've been sufficiently electrified. I was just getting yeah. ready to say. I think <laughs> we've been sufficiently electrified. Sufficiently electrified. Oh. Yeah. I do want to give one more rest in peace. This is a personal one for me. Couple people might look at me like, um, oh, no, Bret Hart's oh, bar. Yeah. Yes, let's do shout out. Let's bring up uh, everybody. Keep Kevin Nash in your thoughts and prayers. And Amari Miller. And Amari Miller. Yeah. Kevin Nash. He brought. He was on his podcast just the other day. His co-host asked him, "How are you doing?" He said, "I'm hanging in there. Life is basically." He was saying, "Like uh, I'm having like life is fun when you got and a gun, you got in, your a gun mouth. in your mouth." And his co-host said, "Yo, don't joke about that." He said, "You can't tell me what to do. I do what the fuck I want to do. You don't as know long as I need an, as long as I leave a note. As long as I leave a note." He is really going through it off of the loss of his son. Um, so keep him in your thoughts and prayers. He's going through it um, because no, no parents parent. have to. No parents have to bury their child. Uh, and he's had to do. He's had to do that. 
And he said he's still trying to get through the fact of it was three people that was living in this house. I wake up and it's now two people here. And that third person is not on vacation. They're not at the store. They didn't go to the gym. They're not coming back. So he's like, what is the point of me waking up? His son was his best friend, basically. And then on top of that, Scott Hall is gone. All right. Yeah. And then you got Amari Miller, who is going through her own personal battles and demons, admitting that she has attempted on her life. Folks, <clears throat> plain and simple, ask the people around you, how are they doing? Just, just ask them how they're doing. You never know by just asking someone how they're doing, what effect it could have on their entire day and what effect it could have on their life. Mm-hmm. And what Amari Miller, the sad part with her is, this is probably a result of that bullshit with Quincy. Oh my God. Because remember, she was positive. She was being, she was minding her business being positive. He's, oh, she gets on my nerves. All that starts wearing on you. And then she goes on a TikTok video and it says, how long would it have been if you was actually successful with your attempt? And she said, one week. One week ago, she was on NXT level up. Right. Folks, it's whether you know it or not, folks, has no faith there is no of what depression looks like Mm -hmm. you can people you can be smiling laughing and on the inside be a serious serious turmoil folks if you need if you anybody out there who is feeling this way we please please ask you to seek some form of help, whether it be calling the National Suicide Prevention Line, speaking to someone who you feel close with, a pastor, a friend, uh, a cousin, uh, a, a parent, whoever. If you are feeling in a need and if you are having these thoughts, we beg you to please reach out to someone for some kind of help. We please reach out for someone for some kind of help there's there's too much going on for us to look over anyone's feelings and emotions and play them down like yo let's just be cool with one another man and look out for each other you really don't know how a simple hello hey how is your how would you eat for dinner you don't know how something as simple as that can literally flip the switch on somebody who's planning on taking their life for the day. Right. Mm-hmm. You literally don't know how simple something is just by you saying, hey, hey, what's going on, man? I like them sneakers you got on. Something as simple as that could make that person go from wanting to do something drastic to harm themselves to going, well, you know what? I can make it through this day. I can make it one more day. Folks, if you see anybody, if you know of anybody who is in need of help, please 
reach out to them. If you yourself are in need of help, please reach out to someone. If you don't have anybody you can reach out to, damn it, eat, damn it, face, 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 Facebook message us. Facebook message me. I don't give a shit. If you need somebody to talk to when you're in that state and you're in that state of mind, my fucking Facebook is, I'll give you my real name, Kenny Rivers. Reach out if you need somebody to talk to to stop you from that. I don't, I don't care. Reach out, please, folks. Please take care of the ones that you love. And of all else, folks, love yourselves. Love yourselves. Yeah, and now, and, and just to add on to that, Kenny, like, if you know someone who is going through, you know, a mental health battle, right. find the proper resources to help them. It's not the time to be an enabler. Mm -hmm. Even if they reject it, don't say, you know what? You're right, man. You know, you, you'll be all right. You know, just you know, mm -mm. keep doing this, keep doing this. No. No, no, no. Stay on, stay on them about it. Right. Because that's what true support and true love is all about. Helping somebody even when they don't want to help them, even when they can't help themselves. They don't want to help themselves. You're still being that vessel for them. So if you know a loved one, whether it be a family member or a close friend, if you know that they are going through a mental battle and you can just see it just visibly, visibly see it breaking them up, find the proper resources to help them out. Help them. Help. Help them. Show, show that empathy. Show that love and support for them. Because you just, because if something were to happen, you, you will feel real shitty about it, especially if you know the proper resources and where they can go to get help. So please, ladies and gentlemen, please help those who are battling with those demons. Please. Like Kenny said, if you're personally battling with them, please seek help. Please. 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 All right. Uh, <clears throat> Anything else anybody want to say for tonight? Um, I think we uh, we went through a lot. We went through a lot of yeah. emotional roller coasters just now too. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, um, R Truth. There is here's the happy. There we go. Happy, right. happy birthday, Ageless Wonder, R Truth. Another happy go. birthday, R Truth. Happy early birthday to Monique. Yeah. <laughs> happy early birthday, sis. Yes. Yeah. So, once again, folks, you always, always know where you can catch us. You can we you can do this every Thursday about eight forty-five. Notice heavy on the ish because it damn sure wasn't eight forty-five today. <laughs> life, life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to follow us at facebook.com slash under the ring, facebook.com slash under the ring pod and twitch tv, twitch.tv slash under the ring pod. Don't forget, we also have a link tree, folks, so you can follow us and get all of 
our links. Don't forget, it's Linktree slash Under the Ring Pod. And on those, you'll be able to find our individual handles as well. Our Twitter's Greg Bush SK, Mons Rock Ribs 44, Mike's Mr. Fresh Beard, Matt's The Right Answer. Tito's, Boreal Mariente, and Justin D. Baxley, our local correspondent who comes in every now and then with the hot news flashes. Folks, thank you once again for joining us every Thursday around 8.45-ish. If you follow us at these particular spots, you'll be able to know exactly when we come on. Y'all have, oh, before we leave, I want to send one last personal goodbye goodbye to my little fur baby maurice you were with me almost five years i will miss you my little fat boy i i love you to death and for this podcast y'all know who maurice is y'all have seen plenty of pictures of maurice <laughs> y'all have seen plenty of pictures of maurice have a great weekend oh and folks, one last thing. Please do not forget to join me and Mongo this Saturday, 11 a.m. We'll be talking about HBO's new show, Last of Us. Uh, if you enjoyed me and Mongo talking about um, Interview with a Vampire, if you enjoyed all of us talking about House of Dragons, then don't forget to join us this Saturday. We're starting a new show that you guys should pretty much get onto. Once again, thank you for joining us, folks. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful night, folks. We'll see y'all next week and Saturday. Right time.